Are you an entrepreneur looking to have your business grow with a little help from the internet? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Pack. Hey everyone, welcome today to Harness the Web. I'm here today with Vincent Lancy. He overcame a life-threatening situation that challenged his skills to overcome adversity. He graduated with a degree in finance and spoke at his MBA commencement from the University of Tampa. Vincent, at 24 years old, earned both degrees after being left for dead in the middle of the night. Humble and focused on the future, he is arousing Americans to follow their dreams and overcome hurdles no matter how severe. Vincent doesn't just preach to audiences. He uses his personal story to encourage the audience to focus on the prize. Vincent founded Strive to Lead, Inc., to throw events for causes that need awareness and fundraising. Hearing him speak will help you define the prize, the destination, and the goal, and your desired future. A community philanthropist, public speaker, and an inspiration to anyone who has heard his story. Welcome today, Vincent. Thank you for having me. Glad to have you. It's really exciting. And did I leave anything out of that introduction? I think you hit that. I think you did a well, good job introducing me. Thank you. Cool. Maybe just maybe just fill in a little bit about you personally. Like, what, just Absolutely. tell us what you did. I grew up in Long Island, Northport, New York. I went to Northport High School. Ever since a kid, I've always had a give back component of my life. I was involved in an organization called Our Town 2000, which basically takes care of the community members that are in need. On Veterans Day, we visit the VA hospitals. Thanksgiving, we do food drives, Christmas, the toy drives. So I always knew what I wanted to do eventually on the side, but I had a finance degree. So I thought, you know, I'd be a business behind a desk nine to five. I was at PricewaterhouseCoopers, a big four firm in Merrill Lynch, but was never truly happy in what I was doing. And my father said, you know, you'll never be successful unless you do something you love. So that's when I was like, you know what? I'll leave the money on the table for now. The money will follow, you know, when I follow my dreams. And if I can inspire people and motivate people through my story, then it's a much better gig for my life than, you know, sitting behind the desk nine to five. Hey, yeah, maybe the the next thing I think that would be, I think, really interesting for everyone to really know is tell us a little about that story. It's pretty unique. About my accident? Yeah. Well, I hate even using the word accident because, you know, Steve, it was not an accident. The gentleman knew that drinking and driving is illegal and he knew that he was driving drunk. So I don't call it an accident. I kind of just call it a uh, a tragedy, if you will. I was walking home from a friend's 21st birthday party, you know, senior year, two days or three days before the last day of the semester. And next thing I know, I wake up in a coma after seven days at Tampa General Hospital. The gentleman apparently, you know, went on the side of the road. I was in the bicycle lane sidewalk area, hopped the curb or whatever, and uh, took me out. I went as high as a basketball hoop, the police officer says. I landed on my face. Um, I I still have cement stuck in my face, little blue marks. I suffered significant brain injuries, a broken tib and fib. I now have a titanium rod running through down my leg with two bolts at my knee and two bolts on the ankle. Uh, but yeah, living in the hospital for, for a month was no treat. You know, I hate going to the hospital for routine, you know, blood work, but let alone living there for a month. I had to relearn how to walk, had to learn how to talk, you know, spell, shave, go to the bathroom, bathe, the whole nine. It was a real dark moment in my life, but I looked at this situation in two ways. Either I sit and soak, why me, why me, or I turn the worst day of my life into the best day of my life because I can sit here and inspire people through my story. That's it's r- really amazing and um, 
I don't know. So you were riding a bike? Is that how – which were on? No, I was actually walking home. There was a fake uh, – a lot of fake news reports were going out there because we were keeping the hush-hush on the situation for every, you know, obvious reasons. But I was walking home on the side of the road. It was at a – next to my home is a police checkpoint actually. So the police officer saw everything that happened. He said, I have two choices as well. Chase the guy down or save your life. And thankfully he chose to save my life. Yeah, I definitely uh... – that's that's a good thing. And, uh, hey, just congratulations for taking and turning that around and make it into something positive for yourself. You know you what? Gone it really comes way. down to it. My motivating fuel, if you will, is the fact that my mother got a phone call at 4 o'clock in the morning up in New York while I was in Florida saying, hey, you know, if you're Vincent Lancey's mother, we can't say anything on the phone, but he might not make it through the night. You need to hop on a plane now. And, you know, my family is well off living on Long Island, but we're not super wealthy. So in the middle of the night, they had to scrounge up you know, $1,500 to fly my mother, my sister, my grandmother, my father down to come see their little boy, you know, dead. Because when you get a brain injury, you're not supposed to live. You're supposed to, you know, die when you get a brain injury. And somehow God had my back. So, so tell us, I'm going to change change directions just a little bit. Absolutely. You know, you, you live in uh, Tampa, Clearwater, right? In that area? Oh, uh, yeah. I live in South Tampa. Hyde Park. Yeah. Okay. And so we, let's, you know, you're out, you know, you're walking down the street and you run into someone who's seen you, but they don't really know what you do. And they ask you that question, Vincent, what do you do? How do you tell them in like 30 seconds or less? What's up? Well, basically I'm a community philanthropist. Like you said before, I, I give back to the community and through my story, I inspire people. You know, my goal is to be a public speaker at a national level. But right now, I invented Strive to Lead because that, that organization throws events that, you know, focuses on fundraising and giving back to different organizations or causes that need attention or need funding or need, you know, anything at all. So my goal is to help them. And then in addition, I get to share my story because I have spoken in front of college kids, adults at fundraisers, and high school students. I did pro bono work during the Thanksgiving week to let the kids know what they should be thankful for. I can attack any audience and make sure that, you know, I get you to your end destination and whatever adversity you think that you're going through, after you hear me speak, you'll realize that that adversity is pretty minuscule. So today is speaking um, how you generate your income or is it through organizing these events or? Well, right now it's a little bit of both. Uh, ideally in a couple of months, my work ethic, I, you know, it's been moving so quick. This business has been open about three months and when I speak to people, they think it's been open for a year. But that comes nothing short of hard work and dedication. Every day I'm trying to get three or four phone calls, three or four meetings, just laying the foundation for my future. And, you know, right now I, I'm, I'm blessed to have met so many great people and I've gotten such great support and back from the community who love what I'm doing. And they're so, you know, it makes me feel great knowing that I'm making a difference in this world, Steve. Right. And, and do you consider your business to be, you know, a, a traditional kind of I'm just going to say brick and mortar may not have that. Uh, or do you consider it to be like an internet-based thing? How do you really think uh, of that? I wouldn't say internet-based. Ideally, you could say that because I'm on speakermatch.com where people can book me as a speaker. But you know, I, I prefer doing in-person meetings and obviously in-person uh, testimonials and speaking engagements because I really feel that you know, eye-to-eye, person-to-person is the best way to get your message across. And that's the way the best business is done, Steve, you know, eye-to-eye, man-to-man in front of each other. Yeah, I heard it heard it described recently as hugs and handshakes. Yeah, hugs and handshakes. You know that that's that's kind of the fundamental thing we all are trying to get there. And even online, that's all people are trying to do is kind of create the electronic version of the hug and the handshake. Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, so um, 
Do, are you using the internet in addition uh, to the, to the website you just mentioned? Absolutely. Any other thing you're doing now to to uh, help yourself in your business? Yeah. Um, I work with a social media consultant. He's a, more of a growth hacking consultant up in New York. I work with down here. I have my Instagram and Twitter accounts are at Strive to Lead, you know, S-T-R-I-V-E-T-O-L-E-A-D, as well as a Facebook page, Strive to Lead. But more in, and recently, I've created a, um, a Vincent A. Lancey, comma, MBA is the Facebook page. It's my personal public speaking page where just building awareness, building brand recognition because it's so important and going – that's what I really about enjoy about being an entrepreneur, Steve. You know, you start with zero credibility. Then you have to earn every step of the way. Nothing is handed to you. You have to work hard to achieve anything that you want to get. Yeah, most definitely. And um, t- tell us, you know, it's been a relatively short time for you, and you st- certainly started out by overcoming adversity. But do, do you have a time now, it, you know, in this short period where it hasn't gone quite as you'd expect it to? In what facet? The business aspect? Or like- in, yeah, in your business. Um, You know what? Things have gone somewhat according to plan only because I'm a realist. I understood that you know nothing is happening overnight. I didn't have extreme expectations in the beginning because I knew I had to take it slow and steady wins the race. But to be honest, everything's been exceeding my expectations. I've been connecting with the right people because you know, in college, they tell you network, 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 and I always did, but not to the extent that I learned wasn't necessary to thrive in a business world. But I've really reached out and connected with the top people in my area in this field, you know, Chamber of Commerce presidents I've been speaking with regularly, just the right people connecting with that are really advancing my business in ways that I didn't even think were possible at this stage, Steve. That's cool. So like what once you decided you wanted to start speaking, what was the first thing you did? When I first thought, oh, well, I was chosen for my MBA commencement. And once I spoke in front of, you know, seven, eight thousand people, I was like, this wasn't so bad. You know, this what this was. <laughs> I thought it would look like a huge football field, but it was at Amelie Arena, you know, where the lightning play at. And it was a piece of cake. I don't get scared in front of crowds. I, you know, I, I don't picture them in their underwear like people do. I just don't get scared in front of crowds. So I pictured that as a calling from God that everything happens for a reason. You know, I spoke. I got chosen by a private institution to speak before I got hit by the car. You know, I wasn't planning on going to grad school. I was looking at job interviews in Cali, going to change to the West Coast life. And then, you know, God's call kind of sent me to grad school. And now I, you know, just hopped in the car and started racing with the, the whole public speaking thing. And, you know, when I speak, Steve, you know, if it's a hundred people, a thousand, 10 people, whatever, as long as I touch one person in that audience, my time is well, well, well worth spent. And every time I've spoken, it's been very humbling to have at least, you know, a couple people come shake my hand after and say, Hey, thank you for doing what you're doing. And that means so much. It really hits home for me. Yeah. That is so cool. Um, Vincent, what's the best advice anyone's ever given you about doing business you know uh best advice that people have given me for business it's kind of a basic advice i've gotten a lot of great advice but this this is just so simplistic where it it can be related to any age that's listening right now it's just do business the way you would want business to be done to you don't go up to someone and shove in their face a business card get to know them first you know, learn about what they do, what they're doing, and then offer your business cards or most likely wait till they offer or they might not even want it because, you know, a lot of times you go to these networking events and you're just handing out business cards, but that's really not the right way to do it, I don't think. I think it's to get to know the person first, get to know a little bit about them, their situation, their employment, their background, and see if it's a good fit because if you just shove a business card in my face, why would I want to give you a second of my time? Yeah, most definitely. And, and um, do you have any tools you use that 
that help that you know help your business? What do you mean by tools? So like a, a lot of people use things on the internet. Like one of the things I use is um, Evernote. Um, do you have any tools like that that you recommend for people? Uh, Evernote I use as well from grad school. I, I use that. Um, I use online. Web- I, I build all my own websites and things like that. I'm not an artsy guy, but I take pride in doing things the right way and learning things. I love to learn new skill sets. So I use Wix to make, to make my websites. Uh, obviously, LinkedIn, the speaking match, speakermatch.com, excuse me. Um, is a great resource and as well as, you know, social, we live in a social media era now, Steve, it's kind of crazy where how, you know, vital social media is. So I would recommend to people that, you know, as from my experiences with my consultant, Instagram is really the way to grow your business right now because that's where the majority of people are on. Um, I've, I hit 20, I only have 85 posts on my uh, Instagram account and I have over 2,500 followers. And, and have you been able to turn that into business yet? Uh, yes, I have. People have actually reached out to me for speaking opportunities. Unfortunately, in the beginning of my career, I've done a lot of pro bono, which is a necessity because I'm building my credibility. But yeah, people actually reach out to me from my website. They go on my site and they really are touched by my story and they're touched about how much is set up through the site. Because on Strive to Lead, I have an inspiring entrepreneurs tab, which I know about 10 friends that created their own business. It talks about their struggles that it took them to get to where they are today. I have an inspiring hospital patients tab that I talk with hospital patients about how they overcome adversity and people just really love what I'm doing and it's turned into a lot of further meetings and and gigs which is great cuz more practice is the better for me. That's awesome. And what like what's your like so far what's your favorite audience? You don't have to use a specific one, but maybe just tell us about I think it. ideally for me my favorite audience is about 28 and under only because I resonate with my age. And that goes a long way. So 28 and under, I think, is my best. But I've also just spoken at a fundraiser. My first fundraiser was thrown at the Aloft Hotel in Tampa Bay. And, you know, there's obviously a lot of adults there. And, you know, I got through to them, too, because age, age doesn't limit me. You know, age, if anything, progresses me further and gives me the chance to do such greater things. It's, but it's great that I've spoken at high schools all the way up to fundraisers because each demographic requires a different spiel, if you will, where at high school they're less attentive, perhaps on their cell phones, where at a fundraiser you can actually use real vocabulary, you know? <laughs> and and like who who so far have you done fundraisers for? What kind of a what kind of groups? Uh, the first one I did, I, I I threw my first event on November nineteenth for Strive Kalidos for the Tampa General Hospital Rehabilitation Foundation. I chose that I chose them because they really saved my life, so I owed it to them for my first event to give back in any way I can. That's great. That's it's really great that you chose someone who had already made a big difference for you. you no, know, that's what it's all about. As I become more and more of a community philanthropist, I always was, as I shared earlier in my with Our Town 2000. You know, a teacher selects you in fifth grade, one per school to represent the school. I thought, you know, you scratched my back, I scratch yours. Obviously, it was a little more significant because they saved my life. But that's why I thought I owed it to them the the, the respect to give them. You know some more awareness about their wonderful foundation and their hospital is, you know, the best hospital I've ever been to in my life. That's, that's awesome. It's, it's a big testimonial for them and the, and the kind of services they provide. Oh, they're, they truly, they're, they are number one. I've been to a lot of hospitals, unfortunately with health concerns and uh, Tampa general hospital is by far the best care. And I think the most qualified people because, my, I wasn't supposed to make it through the night. I wasn't supposed to make it off the, the, the ground and the middle of the road. I was naked. The car took my clothes off. And next thing I know, I'm alive. 
That's um, it's really an incredible story. Thank you. Now, can you? One of the things that uh, guests normally do is they provide a success tip that they can give uh, give our listeners something that someone can begin implementing today and get started on right away. What what's something that maybe you could recommend people? Something absolutely, uh, Steve. I have something that you know is something that was preached to all your listeners their whole life, and just that's what separates the working class from the people who fall out and you know have second tier jobs is time management. I have to wake up at 5 a.m. every day because I have meetings that go from you know till 10 o'clock at night. Because as an entrepreneur, everybody else's time, just like yours right now, is so valuable, and you have to be thankful and ready to rock and roll when they are ready. You have to use a planner. I carry around the planner in my back pocket like it's my wallet. That way, because if you miss a meeting, then your reputation becomes, oh, Vincent's not always on time, and that can be detrimental to your whole philosophy and your whole career. You have to be willing. You have to stick by your commitments because if you don't stick by your commitments, no one will ever give you a, sh- a chance again. And you know, time management's been huge for me. I use my iCal, my planner. I carry them both at all times, and it really has reached new, helped me reach new levels for my business. Because when you think you forget something, because we're all so busy, oh wait, it's written down. I'm there. I, I meet my my uh, obligation, and uh, I make another happy connection. That's great. So. Um, and is there any kind of specific planner you use, or just? A- I, I used to use a day-to-day planner, but you know, it's uh, it's one that fits in your back pocket. But it's big, and it's each each day of the week has two pages. That okay. way, you don't have to write really small and cram it in there. I do something where you can actually express your thoughts because sometimes when you take a note and you're in a little planner or calendar, you don't have enough room to write all the little details that you need for whatever meeting you have. So with the, the the planner I use is I have plenty full room to. Write all the little details that I need to make me successful and make the whatever obligation I have, you know, work out great. Tell us, so, so people have heard your story and they're going to want to find out more about you. They're going to want to uh, reach out to you. Hopefully, maybe they're going to want to book you to give a little talk to their group. And how do they go about doing that? What's the best way to reach out Absolutely. to you? Absolutely. I appreciate that, Steve. Uh, my email address is vincentl at strivetolead.com. I'll even include my phone number. Which is six three one is the area code five two four zero zero eight six. That's six three one five two four zero zero eight six. And the third one would be the speakermatch.com slash profile slash Vincent Lancy. Nice and simple on there. That it has it has my profile and my availability. And uh, yeah, that was speakermatch.com slash profile slash Vincent Lancy. And I encourage everybody to check out my social media for myself along with the Strive to Lead accounts because I really feel that any age, any audience can gain a lot of value out of what I share. That's great, Vincent. And thanks for those. What we'll do is we'll put those up on the show notes page so that anyone who wants to go, they can go to harnessthewebnet forward slash Vincent and those that information will be there, those links, so they won't even have to worry about how to spell your name. So we'll get all that out there for yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I really, I'm really humbled that you ha- you offered for me to be on this show. I think it's a great thing what you're doing. I think your work ethic is admirable after speaking with you a few times. And uh, yeah, I really, uh, I'm really impressed by your show. Well, thanks so much. Any other parting words you have for, for our audience today? Uh, yeah, guys, listen, I'm willing to travel as long as it's feasible for me. I don't care what state it's in. I don't care what organization, what age group. If you think that I can add value through my speaking engagements, then please feel free to contact me and we can work something out because I'm more than willing to help. I am a community philanthropist. 
And when I say that, I don't say it, you know, joking around. I take that very seriously. I love to help the community. And on my on my website, VincentLancy.com, I have all, all of my testimonials from people who've been in my events, so you can read the great things that they have to say. And on speakermatch.com slash profile slash Vincent Lancy, you also see all only the testimonials that people have given me. No videos, just the testimonials, so you know how powerful my engagements can be. Vincent, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your story. Thank we, you. Uh, we really appreciate it. I appreciate it. you, and I look forward to maintaining a relationship with you. Sounds great. Thanks so much. Thanks so much Thanks for, so listening. Much for listening. listening to Harness the Web, the web. With, your with your host, host Steve Fat. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit HarnessTheWeb.net. We'll see you next time. Have a question for Steve? Tweet him now at HarnessTheWeb or on Facebook, facebook.com slash HarnessTheWeb.